Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Well, the New York Yankees have won the last game at Yankee Stadium on September 21st, 2008. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. This is what you were stuck on to make sure you didn't get penalized 25, 50 bucks for the Kansas Court. This was it? This is a tiki song. This is a tiki song. Blues Brothers, right? I'm just going to keep it moving. All right, so it is... uh, it's 103 on the fan tiki and tear. Now Paul, I'm gonna, you Paul know, Schaefer that, on that one. You definitely, you definitely bank. 50 bucks <laughs> in the jar. 50 bucks in the jar. I'm going to make it louder, too. It's a great weekend song. <laughs> yeah. Just chilling. Well, it's a great weekend song, and it's also a big weekend for the Knicks here, Teague. I want to I hit you with something before we get back to this Daniel Jones stuff. Yep. All right, so... We know the Knicks are playing down in Miami tonight. That's mm-hmm. going to be a high-profile game. Yes, it is. We're playing uh, up in Boston Sunday night, primetime game. That's going to be a real point of emphasis. That'll be a big story on our show in the station on Monday. Let me read you something. I'm not going to tell you who said this, okay? Uh, but I'll give you a hint. It's one. It's from one of the biggest Nick dissenters of all time. <laughs> all right? Okay. Quote, Jalen Brunson is arguably the best, not talking about KD and LeBron, as free agents, but one of the best free agent pickups in NBA history. NBA history? Just reading. This ain't me. What he's done this year is historical. He was obviously pushed on that by some people. He says, we didn't know Jalen Brunson was this good of a player. Nobody thought that. Everybody thought going into the season that he got overpaid. And when did he shine? When Luka got hurt. That's when he shined in the playoffs, going into last season, during the regular season. Nobody said Brunson's going to be a big-time pre-agent, but when Luka got hurt, he showed what he can do. So that's just a little more depth behind the initial statement. Brunson is arguably one of the best pre-agent pickups in NBA history. Who do you think said that? Charles. Yep. Mm-hmm. Charles DeHater. Yeah. Even he's coming around. Yeah. It's a I mean, wrap. How can you not? Knicks are going to win the championship. It's a wrap. I, see, I mean, it's, and it, when you think about it, it was unfair judging him based on his time in Dallas because those Luca is the biggest ISO hog in, in, in the game. And it's interesting with him and Kyrie because they kind of like dual ISO hogs and they can score 40 on any given night like they did last night and still almost lose the damn game. You have 82 between your two biggest two-stop scores yep. and almost lose. First time in Mavericks history, two guys have had 40 or more. Yeah, that was ever. against the 76ers. Didn't happen with Roe Blackman. Yeah. Didn't happen with Mark Aguirre. Yeah. Didn't happen with Dirk and anybody. It happened last but night. My point is, the, the, when, you're, when your team is that ISO heavy and your coach lets you be that way, if you're Jalen Brunson, how in the hell are you shining at all in that kind? You're not. You're not. Not at all. Because as much as... 
Luca maybe respected his game, his work ethic. Jalen, he wasn't letting him score forty a night. He'll let Kyrie do that because we all know Kyrie's one of the great scorers in in NBA history. But he's not going to let Jalen Brunson do that. So he needed to get out of Luca's shadow to actually start shining. And now we're actually seeing it. It's awesome, and he's not. I mean, not that he's never a spot up shooter. Sometimes he'll get hit with one on the hands. Mm-hmm. Talking about Brunson, and he'll let it go and he'll hit. But he's a. Uh, I look at him like the dribble to him is like a treadmill or a jog before you start to sprint. The mm-hmm. dribble enables him to do all the things he's about to do. Yeah. Like the sublime footwork, the the pump fakes, the array of moves that he does to set himself up. You're right. If you don't have the ball, you can't do it as effectively. So either, listen, whether or not Barkley's completely right, it, it, it just shows you the energy toward the Knicks, the belief in the Knicks is through the roof. Yeah. It really is. All right, so you guys probably saw this. We touched on it earlier, but if you just tune it in, uh, Pat Leonard had this at the Daily News that Daniel Jones is asking for $45 bucks. Now, you've got a little bit of a theory. I'd like you to lay this on everybody again. You don't know if it's true. <laughs> it's not a theory. It's just, it's just possibility. Spe- speculation. All right, well, whatever. And kind of awesome if it actually is true. Go ahead. That, you know, we, we've looked at this in multiple different ways. One, it was like, how dare Daniel Jones ask for $45 million? Then it was... Well, CAA, you know, having holding a grudge because Daniel Jones fired him, and now he's with athletes first. CAA leaked that number. It's not really forty five. CAA just wanted him to look bad because how the hell is Daniel Jones worth forty five million dollars? And then it comes out again that no, he actually is asking for forty five million dollars. And I speculate. Well, what if the Giants have? designs to reset at quarterback. And again, what is what is a reset? And we had a caller ask about this earlier. If Daniel Jones goes elsewhere, what does the reset look like? Well, they draft somebody, likely a project in the second or third round. And there are plenty of guys like this. If Will Levis falls down there. Or uh, Hendon Hooker could be Anthony uh, Richardson. There's, there's plenty of names that are that second, third round-ish uh, type quarterbacks who the Giants could go grab, not expect or even need to play right away because – you have Tyrod Taylor for another year. Remember the two-year deal he signed last I do. year? I do, Which makes it you know, really great to have that kind of bridge player. They're familiar with him. He's familiar with them because of his time in Buffalo. It, what if that is the Giants' preferred plan? Wouldn't it make sense to start leaking that Daniel Jones is asking for a contract that is untenable to their salary cap mm-hmm. because they don't have that much money on the cap. Little PR pitch to the Giants fan, you mean? Yep, a PR pitch. Look, uh. We could, we we would have loved to assign Daniel Jones. We, we tried. He, he's asking for too we much money. We wanted him. We could ask for too much money, so we had to move on. Yeah, and, and nobody would begrudge him for that. Of course. Matter of fact, if they ever gave him forty-five, Giant fans would have more of an issue with that yeah. than if they actually let him go because they didn't want to give him forty-five. Unless, of course, he gets to the a- NFC Championship game and whatever. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Right. That, 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 yeah. Oh. It was worth it. Yeah. It was worth every penny. Yeah. But absent that, they'd be like, all right. You know, so, I mean, it's a conspiracy theory. Uh-huh. It's speculative, and I have no proof or inkling that that's actually the case. It's interesting, but if, though. But if they were doing that, Joe Shade was doing that. That's gangster. That'd be gangster. Straight that's a gangster res- with straight a smile. Respect, man. Straight gangster, respect. gangster who looks like a choir boy, like <laughs> exactly. John Stockton. Exactly. All right, let me give you my three scenarios that I think in order. For the Giants. Best situation for the Giants yep. with Danny Jones. Number one. I love this Giants talk. Yeah, of course. No more Aaron Rodgers. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. Daniel Jones signs for say three to four years, mm-hmm. um, eighty five. So to this the, is pre tag. So he gets it done pre tag. Um, y- yes. Okay. Go ahead. The, my first, my first best situation for the Giants: three to four years, eighty five ish percent guaranteed. 
Jones gets a big bag. Giants keep their quarterback, who they obviously like, and he fits the market. He also is able to cash in again in a couple of years yep. when he's still 29. I can tell you, for me, that I don't, I don't know what you're going, 2 and 3, B and C, but that's, that's, that's ideal. That is ideal, yep. Number two is the non-exclusive tag, where the Giants get two first-round picks, and if anybody's dumb enough to do that, mm-hmm. then they actually, I'll, I'll move on from Daniel Jones. Yeah. And the least po- the least favorable uh, option for me is to tag them because then you can't improve the team. You go nowhere. Yeah, yeah. No, that's right. the situation. That's how. Am I wrong with no. any of those outside of? No. In ideal, would you invert two and three? No, I think I, well, number one is because um, I, I know you really like one. I, it may, maybe. Go ahead. It's, the only thing with the tag is that I think it's just a, it's the non-exclusive one that you're talking about. It's just it's it's not going to happen. Like nobody is giving up two first-round picks for Daniel Jones. I agree, and so. As as great as it sounds, unless wait, unless the Jets don't get that's true Rogers or and Carr goes somewhere else. Yeah. By the way, we, have, we positioned this two weeks ago, <laughs> right? Daniel Jones is more valuable to the Jets than yeah. he is to the Giants. You, you, you made that statement. It, it's an actual, and it makes sense. It's an actual. It's real. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, I'm, not, I'm not making that up. I'm not just saying that to have conversation on the radio. It, it actually makes sense. That might be the only team if they get shut out because all the other teams aren't. They don't need a guy like Daniel Jones. They need either a a reset a quarterback or um, a bridge. A bridge. Or like, it doesn't. It wouldn't make sense. Daniel Jones is twenty six years old. Yeah, he's got a lot of football left in him. He's not even close to hitting his prime yet. So, but the Jets with all that talent could use him. With that being said, I think the 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 non exclusive tag just isn't going to come to fruition unless it leads to him signing. A that 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 short term three year four year deal that you know gives him an out and gives the Giants an out after a couple of years. So A is 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 the most preferable one, and it'd, it'd be awesome if it happened before the league year starts. Um, you know, preferably before the franchise tag deadline happens, because once you franchise him, you are dead franchising anybody else. Yep. So Saquon likely walks. Bye bye Saquon. And so uh, you, you want to get that done before next week. So that if you have to tag Saquon, you can't. They're they're a few miles apart here. Yeah. They're not very close, it nah, seems. No. Mm, not if he's asked for 45. Yeah. 877-337-6666. Let's go to Alan and Scarsdale on the fan. What's going on, Alan? How are you? What up, Alan? Well, I'm good. I'm really enjoying this conversation because we're finally talking about some reality and some numbers and not just, you know, people saying, oh, he's not worth $45 million. Yeah. He probably isn't. Um, I, I'm thinking, uh, you know, maybe they're exploring some things. Uh, he's exploring some things with his, uh, with his agents. Like, um, you know, suppose, suppose his agent says, I can get you $30 million and a $10 million of bonus, $2 million a year, or I can get you $45 million. I can get that from Florida huh. or Arizona yeah. or Texas. Yeah. And or I can get you forty five million dollars from New York, which is the better deal. Well, I mean, for Daniel Jones, it's got to be staying in New York. But well, you're talking about the tax implications. You're talking about the sheer monetary value, about, right? I'm talking about money. Yeah, I'm no, I got about you. Money. I used to I used to work for organizations that dealt with rich people with planning and stuff. Yeah. And every once in a while, one of those people would be a athlete. Um, would be an athlete. Yeah. And in one of those cases, the athlete. Uh, came to the organization because he had to do some planning because they had just traded him to another state. And he could not have been 
happier. He was thrilled. Hmm. He was over the moon. You mean to move to a non-tax state? You mean to move to a non-tax income tax? Yeah. To move to another state. Yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. Know, so he, he leaves New York, New York and he goes to a non-state income tax state. Which, yes, which in that just, case he did. Which just and changes. He worked out, you know, it, it, changes, it worked out well financially. Of course, it changes. But, it changes how much money you bring it in. It's unbelievable. Now, now we, there's a caveat to this, as I'm sure you know, Alan. In professional mm-hmm. sports, you earn your paycheck where you play. So, right. so even though you know, for for instance, I'm in New York. I'm playing for the New York Giants. The home yeah. games, I'm taxed in New Jersey. But when we play in right. Dallas, I'm not paying state income tax. We pay, we play in right. California, I'm paying you know double. We're playing, we're paying more <laughs> than here. We're playing more than here, right? You see, we play so, in so a little overstated. So we play in Tennessee. You you're not paying any state income tax. So it's it's a it's a bit overstated. But but half of your salary is going to be in if you're in New York or New Jersey, half of your salary is going to be taxed. At a at a very high northeast tax rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I even got confused with that. That's that's good yeah. pointing that out because no, it's, dude, not I, eight, dude. it's not seventeen games. It's, no, I do. I hate. I hated it. Come tax time, because oh, you got to file in every state. Every state. That's why. Well, I mean, you, 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 <laughs> I mean, you're not doing that. Doing you guys it, doing but, it for you. But we have to go through all the paperwork, and you, it's just a pain in the Imagine ass. Imagine Tiki sitting in H and R Block. No, um, Barber. No, no, we had a, next. Luckily, I had a financial advisor. Ah, obviously, still being facetious. You'd get a packet. It'd be. It'd be, it'd be <laughs> This like humongous. That's all right. You humongous also get a big pack. paycheck, so it's worth the hassle. Yeah, we get a little bit of return too. So that's, that's true. Alex is in the Bronx. What's up, Al? What's going on, BP and Tiki? What's up, hey man? Hey man, I absolutely agree with you. You gotta drop on a Saturday. Saturday oh yeah, is always a must. Are oh, you talking about the fantasy draft? Yeah, I don't know what Hoffman is yeah. cruising. That's, yeah. that's ludicrous that it's on a Sunday. It's embarrassing, <laughs> actually. No, I didn't mean because you got you got you got the Sunday to recover. You know, blame yeah. blame Evan, blame Evan. <laughs> no, so, like like you said, BP, our Saturday is actually perfect this year. You got the UFC paper. I don't know if you guys are big on UFC. We've we've done that. Man, we've done that many draft nights. We get right into the UFC package late. Yep, keep going. So actually, this year it's at five o'clock. So you got the Usman fight at five o'clock, and then you got the World Baseball Classic, which it doesn't get better any better better than that. Well, it does because you have March Madness going on as well. Oof, look at that! I mean, that's what I, that's what I'm rocking with. You know that that's my main thing. Yeah, but no, and there's then, a, and and then and then Al. Every once in a while, you get that glorious day, and you know it might be this year where it's like 61 degrees and sunny, mm-hmm. and you could sit outside like at the host sat, sit out in the yard and actually draft with your laptops. That is that is a gift from the fantasy gods. That's good stuff. Let me get Richie on Long Island. What's up, Rich? How you doing today? Hey, hey, Brandon. I'm- Sitting on the hold, I've been watching on YouTube all the Piper Pit. Oh, Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> now, now, what's your favorite one? Uh, the Jimmy Snook is the best one ever. Okay, Wait, that's too easy. That's too easy. Give me another one. Yeah, that's too easy. I, the George Animal Steel when he, <laughs> when he wanted to date Elizabeth. That, 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 that oh, one. Miss Elizabeth. And then, uh, and then Rocky Johnson, uh, The Rock's father. I remember that <laughs> one. <laughs> I remember, how about the one Tony with... Uh, 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 Rich, Rich, how about the one Frankie Williams uh, Frank, from Columbus, Ohio? Yeah. <laughs> that was a funny one. Uh, uh, man, guys the love the, I mean, that's like the best. I don't watch wrestling anymore, but yeah. when we grew up on that, Brandon, the nobody's best. ever going to have that again. No, like, the best. Just, I just did 20, like, uh, 20 in a row. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. No, they've got, it's anyway, gotten too to... serious. They're never going to get back to that again. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, she was the man. He, he couldn't get away with the things he said then. That's you know? true. Like, Good point. Adonis, 
would be the wrestler right now with the you know the activism going on and stuff. You'd be like, he went in the flower shop. The I watched fl- that one. He destroyed it. Home. He destroyed the flower shop <laughs> with his crutch. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Go ahead, buddy. Um, I know everyone. You know how I feel about Salah, and you know I've been like I've been looking really deep into Douglas too. And I'm just gonna say there's three things that you got to do when you start as, as a GM. One, obviously, is hire a head coach. Two is to you make sure your draft is ready, and three is to get a quarterback. And two of the three he's failed on already, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. And uh, and and, mm. and I can say the draft's almost a draw, even though he had the great draft last year. I mean, look, look, look at um, out. Herbert's got the stud left tackle that we should have because everyone knew Beckton had all these minor little, you know, like rumblings about him, and she just stayed off of him, right? Yeah. But no, he went with him. And now, you know, I could say his free agency is 50-50, right? I mean, I would say basically, yes, well, yeah. So, to me, I, I, Soller, I think he would have moved on. I think that that's something in there with Woody that he didn't allow him to make a move to go after Peyton. I just... Because Salah showed me at the end of the year exactly what you always say. He's a great motivational speaker. He won't lose. Yeah, you lost the team for the last four games that are up. <laughs> Especially when you have two games that meant everything. So, you know, like me, I could beat up on Salah all day long. I think that they wanted to. And another thing that he did was he let all first-time um, uh, position coaches to come in under the same regi- regime when he came in. And, you know, like, to me, I know you look at it the same way as I do, Brandon. Yeah. But you give too much credit you even to give him i'm gonna tell you you're at 85 to 90 percent of the of, of the jets fan base would have loved him gone I, I i'm telling you it's that high i don't know any of my friends that will defend him yeah i i, I don't know any of them yeah i said I, it was i, I said it was I, I said it was certainly over 50 percent uh i mean 90s i mean that's I almost that, 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 but, but, that. But, but point taken there's not a lot of conviction within you, the you jet know, fan base the last four games really did it Brandon. i got you watch what you know, and now what? Oh, you go get the guy to try to bring in Rogers, the freak, and we got to go through this whole thing now at 39 years old. <laughs> I mean, he's got the old man body yeah. coming in and stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't, like, I don't want to go anywhere near this. If they want to go get car, go get car. I'm okay with it. Then at least we know we have a 31 year old who's made Pro Bowls, who throws 25 to 30 touchdowns a year. Not, what do we got? 10, 6? Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I think it was single digits, right? Yeah, I mean, for like five years in a row. So, I mean, like, Douglas has to take the heat for that. He has missed on two of the three major things you have to do as the GM. And I'm sorry, man. He, he's on the clock, too, as far as I'm concerned. Right? Rich, it's an interesting draft. call, Rich. It's a good call. And, you know, I'm not going to say that you're wrong. Um, it's a good call. Yeah. That's a good call. What was the stat? Talking about an incriminating stat. Um, I think it's three or four years in a row. The Jets don't have a quarterback that's thrown double-digit touchdown passes mm-hmm. in the modern NFL. Yeah, can you can you believe that? Yeah, I mean, no. just think about yeah, think it about does, that. It doesn't make I mean it doesn't make sense how that ha- how, not thirty how that could work. Not twenty. Yeah, we're talking about ten. He, I think he had his tackle years confused. I was just looking up because it didn't sound right. Yeah, we're talking. He got mixed up with yeah because uh, yeah. uh, Rashawn Slater was drafted in twenty twenty one. That's the Northwestern kid, right? That's the Northwestern. He's been really good out yeah, there, he out good. In, uh, in Los Angeles for the Chargers. Yeah, Kai Becton was twenty twenty. Now yeah. the option was not Slater. It was worse. Correct. Who's, who's, who's tremendous? Who's been amazing, and it looks like they're going to end up moving him Tampa because Tampa's in cap hell. We talk about the Giants being tight and the Jets being tight. Tampa is already is fifty five million dollars over the cap, so Worfs might get moved to left tackle 
because they're going to have to cut their left tackle because he's making too much money. Yeah. But but worse is the guy you're thinking about. Yeah. No, you're right. He did cross up the names. You and I, real quick, T, before we break, we were looking at a picture of Becton that we saw that he posted earlier on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I mean, you played. What do you, he, yeah, looked he looked really good, good to he, me. What did you looks, say? He looks great. But you know what? He looked, I won't say he looked great last year, but he looked really f- good. I don't say fit, but he looked better last season. And then he got hurt. To me, this is all about health. I don't with, think he was ever healthy last year. I don't think he got hurt. I think he was like a little... Yeah, still fighting it off, so whatever, recovering. Little, I can't prove it, but I just it felt that way. No, now he looks... Well, from the very beginning, he never even... It never felt like he was healthy in camp. Yep. So... That's true. If he's healthy, I mean, maybe they get a surprise. If not, they're going to have to go after their offensive line. Get the again. discussion yeah. started. Yeah. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Taking Tierney back on the fan on this Friday. It's 127. We definitely appreciate you guys hanging out with us every day from 10 to 2. Got Carter Roberts coming up next. We'll get back to hammering these calls. 877-337-6666. Scherzer's on the hill for the Mets so far. uh, No blood as he starts to ramp it up a little bit. Uh, I don't know what the Yanks can do with Herman. I, I don't. I don't really like what I'm seeing there too much. I don't know about yeah. that. Uh, that, I mean, that. He's never excited. It's him me. and Clark Schmidt, right? They were. That's yeah. the no, no, the uh, fifth starter options for them. Yeah, I hear you, dude. You Just, know, we're it's, getting, a bad, it's a bad start. We're getting there in the neighborhood. You know, you, you get to March 15th. You should kind of have a sense mm-hmm. of what's what, and at that point, you just want to you know streamline it for the start of the season. Which, by the way, is in March. We start late March this year, so uh, the baseball. It's still. They still don't count, but it's not insignificant. Some of these storylines, including some of the young prospects, Mets and Yanks, who's making the team. All right, Dove, hit it up, sir. Ooh, Dove on point. That fast finger, Dovey. The Tiki and Tierney Daily Pick brought to you by Superbook Sports. Better odds, favorable prices by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. And by Flag and Anthem. Real clothes, real life. Visit flagandanthem.com. Uh, no predictions here, but just a gut. I'm in the formative stage of what we call a heater. All right? Two in a row. I like my pick, which I'll give you the second. Uh, I did give you a home dog win last night. Took the Wizards at home. They were getting uh, two. A little plus money, plus 110. Got it? You know, I'm thinking about the Knicks. I do like the Knicks to win tonight. They are uh, they're favored by, I think, one and a half down in Miami. I'm going to actually touch the Nets and the Celtics, though. Nets are getting, uh, Celtics getting Jalen Brown back. The uh, the Nets give up a lot of points. The over under two twenty seven. Plus the Nets could score. Yeah, I'm gonna take the over. What do you mean? Yeah, and see that's just don't give me the token. Yeah, no, I was a, yeah. yeah. No, you're not. You have a conversation with Dove, and then he just pops. He's like, yeah. No, I was talking to Hoff. Then you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast bridges can can score but let me let me just finish hold on over under 227 nets in the celtics tonight i can multitask i know you can but it's like yesterday when I asked you a question and you said no and you didn't even know what I was going to ask you. You don't even remember what I, you were asking me, do you? Uh, I don't. Yeah. But that's not the point. And I do. What? <laughs> you were asking if I had seen this story about about the uh, the NFL. Um, oh, that's about, right, about the grades, about the, the grades. NFLPA grades. Yeah. And I hadn't, but I just saw that the commanders were in last, <laughs> got the last place grade, and the Cardinals. I knew I knew the bottom three. I just didn't know the I didn't know where the Giants or the Jets. You do were. yes me to death though. You you, you uh, give me those token like you're hanging, like you're listening. You do. Yeah, you're right. I, I give you you know you know you know <laughs> you know when listen. This is for everybody out. You know this. You know when you can tell when I'm half listening to him. Of course. Well, when I give you one of these, mm-hmm. <laughs> or I give you, huh? yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. just don't like, say anything. I'll keep uh, talking. I can't. I, I react to everything. You faint interest. Like, Turn yeah, your mic yeah, off. Sure. You can you can respond. It just won't register. I, know. I, I was know. asking though with Hoff because I mean we're watching the Mets for some damn reason. The Yankees are never on TV. We sit and watch they're on the, tonight. Six thirty. No, no, I think they're on t- uh, six thirty tonight. Yes. You know what I mean? They're never on TV. We sit and watch the Mets every single day. And so I ask I ask Hoff this question because Francisco Lindor is off today. He's not in the lineup. I'm sure, so maybe he's not going to win the starting shortstop job. Yeah, of course he is. But I said, you know, why would they not start Ronnie Mauricio, who we talked about extensively yesterday? Why, why wouldn't they just throw him at short? Instead, mm-hmm. Guillermo's uh, playing short. Yeah, he's batting right now. And right? Hoff was saying to me, this is why I was yes and you. Let me see said, if I agree with Hoff's Hoff philosophy. Hoff was saying... He, he he Hoff didn't know the lineup. He said he needs to be playing elsewhere, so left field, right, wherever. He needs to play someplace else just so he can get reps and see if he can do it. So and far, so, I like that and, answer. And so Hoff says, where is he playing? I said, left field. He's not playing. He's not playing. <laughs> so it's, Okay, so what Hoff said made a lot of sense. What it might really be is the Mets don't want to – like the more, if he keeps raking, they're going to have an unavoidable problem. Yes, that they probably don't want to have to address right now because yeah. of the guaranteed contracts they have on the deal like on, the, the, on the on the team. It's like the ostrich sticking his head in the sand, thinking, a his, little, th- thinking his ass isn't showing. <laughs> a little. <laughs> no, you're probably right. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know why he's not in the lineup because that's all we want to talk about right now for the Mets. I mean, the Yankees is always it's the young kids as well, but there's a lot of other things going on. But with the Mets, I. These these kids are interesting, man. Yeah, they they all really are. are. They all and Mauricio are. Mauricio was the one we didn't expect, but we're seeing how how prepared he seems. And this is coming off 
um, an MVP Dominican season. So. Yes, that's right. He did win that award. I remember uh, remember tweeting something about mm-hmm. that. So, Hoff, how many of the Mets' young players make the team? Two? No, no. no it, less? It, it, maybe one. Who do you? Beatty? Beatty? It's either Vientos or Beatty. Vientos? I think Vientos. He's the worst of the four Because of the, the right-hand bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, the only so you have Darren Ruff for. Well, he's hurt right now. Yeah. I mean, if he's on the IL, start, starts on the IL, there's room for a young player. It's a blessing for you guys. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. I really, I definitely don't want that for anybody. Like, even like. Yeah. The Knicks main like that. Even the opposition. I I, I want to beat you when you're hell. I don't want to see bad injury. I don't want. I don't. I never say that. Yeah. But it might not be the worst thing for the Mets if it's like a ten day IL thing to start the season and you're forced to do something and whomever is elevated out of the situation rakes. Then the problems then it's solved. See it rough. Yeah. I did. Yeah, I I would like that to be the case. I just don't know if they're gonna. They are so Billy Epler so bent on proving people right that Darren Ruff was a good acquisition. Mm. So it's funny that you're already saying that about your GM. A lot of Yankee fans say that about Cashman Hicks. You know, he just he's he'll never never admit him. Donaldson doubling down, doubling down. So you're already saying that about Billy Epler, huh? Oh, yeah. That's why he was on the playoff roster. There was no reason for Darren Ruff, how bad he was playing. Yeah, he there was, was no he was reason for him to be on yeah. that playoff roster, but he was there over, over Except the, the back guys. of his so baseball card, which always says he hits lefties so for 15 years. So if Ruff isn't there, what Ish. righty bat do you want? Alvarez? He's not starting. He's, he's I, going I, to the I agree. Yeah. They're not, yeah, just because of that. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't have a hit yet. So Again, Escobar. Not a hit yet, huh? In three games, yeah. Uh-huh. So, so what righty bat do you want? Escobar could be your righty bat, honestly, especially towards the end of the season last year. He could have been your right-handed bat, and you could have played somebody else at third mm-hmm. base or something like that. Like, again, Guillermo could be your everyday third baseman. And there's flexibility with now McNeil playing left field. There's People are playing out of position, but you can make it work. I don't know if I want Guillermo being your starting third baseman. No, he could be starting second baseman, though. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't like that either. I like him in the role that he's usually in. Give Lindor a blow it short, bounce over third if you have to. I don't think he's a starter. Not for a team that's trying to his, win a World Series. His defense is huge. And again, there's, yeah, there's I like the kid. I like his dad tweets. I'm like, I I I'm a fan. I like him. You don't want him starting out, I don't think. I think he's a super sub. I'm not saying to start him, but again, like he's gonna be on the roster. Yeah. And if you had to, what would you do in certain spots to spell? Because Escobar's defense isn't as good as Guillermo. Yeah, no questions asked. I agree with that. So you throw him. Uh, at- he was he was pretty much a butcher at thirty. Booted a lot of balls. Oh, and this is funny because we're talking about Beatty. What's the reason why Beatty's not coming up? Defense, it's, right? Mm-hmm. But Escobar's not like some freaking god. Sorry yeah. to no, say, no, no, he's not. He's definitely not. It's marginal. It's marginal. Right. Uh huh. And and you would think that Beatty's got more of the upside with the stick. You know, mm-hmm. I like his swing, lefty. Tony's in Bayonne. What's up, Tone? How are you, buddy? What's Good, doing good. Uh, good. Brandon, this uh, fantasy draft, uh, you you got a couple of girls show up with a bag of pom-pom uh, oh, ping-pong balls, and you'll have a bachelor party breakout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those were the old ones. <laughs> we're all married and we're all old. Yeah. <laughs> um, nah. Deke, Deke uh, you know how like, players <laughs> bet on themselves, you know, like Judge, the way he did it. and uh, But it seems like Daniel Jones is doing the opposite. It's like he's raising the bar on himself because if he forces the Giants to franchise him, yeah, he, he's going to limit himself with you know a big time free agent wide receiver. He's going to have to completely ball out next year to get anything close to that what he what he's going to want. No, you're right. And 
it, 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 it hurts his chances to have a prove it. Now, they could draft one of these stud wide receivers, but wide receivers, rookie wide receivers often struggle to adjust. I mean, some of them don't. They come right in, you know, the chases and the Justin and the, Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, but some of them struggle. Olave, not yeah. as much lately. I feel like. Yeah, true. Maybe. I mean, maybe maybe the trend is changing. But we would see it a couple years ago. These guys would struggle, and then the next year they'd be they'd be excellent. They'd be unbelievable. Um, but the Giants. The reality is, the Giants have one healthy wide receiver on their roster right now. One. Uh, Wondell Robinson's obviously. Uh, banged up coming off the ACL. Sterling Shepard's the same way. Uh, Isaiah Hodgins, who we had on a couple weeks ago, he's the, he's the only healthy guy, which is crazy. And there's so much work to be done. And free agency is going to depend almost entirely on what the, what happens with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. I'll tell you what I would do. If, if, I, if I'm Shane, you know who I'd call to just at least have a cursory conversation about a receiver? Just see what you want in terms of a trade. See if we can't get something going. Mm-hmm. Now, I wouldn't want to see him leave. But I think there's an opportunity maybe to do that. Elijah Moore. Hmm. Interesting. Helps the Giants yeah. and possibly rids the Jets of a headache. Maybe. He's a, I just don't know if you trust him, right? You trust what he's going to give. So I hear you, but I don't know if you trust what he's going to give you. Yeah. By the way, did you determine what just I, happened I, with Scherzer I, I, there? What, I what happened I don't there? understand this. So Scherzer's, Scherzer's on the mound. He's pitching. The batter steps out of the box as Guillerme just boots. By the way, Guillerme made an error. Just, just, boots, just made an error. Just boots a, 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 oh a play to short. Easy one. Um, but anyway, Scherzer, Scherzer is getting ready to throw the pitch. Batter calls his one timeout. Yep. It was for, an 0-2 count. 0-2 count. Calls the timeout. Steps back into the box. Scherzer gets ready to throw. Umpire gives him the go-ahead. Clock ticks down one second. He throws the pitch. He calls a balk. That's what it was. I'm, okay, I'm, I was, I'm, confu- I was, I'm confused by that a little bit, but do you have? It's got to be something when the batter calls timeout. There's got to be X amount of time to reset. Mm, like you can't quick pitch at that. Otherwise, what's the purpose of a timeout? I I, I don't. You know. get the one timeout per at bat. I, I've got to investigate that. Yeah, that was Buck did come out. He, I mean, Scherzer wasn't like a raving lunatic. He was a little confused, and and Buck seemed pretty calm as well. Uh, but Buck did Sh- leave Scherzer's the interesting out. though. Watching this game, he's he's. He's taking the clock in many different ways. Sometimes he's quick pitching. Other times he's literally standing there waiting for it to go to one second. Oh, he's going to use it to his advantage like, <laughs> yeah. like, a, like a surgeon. And you got to love Buck. Buck is always immediately quick to defend his game. Yeah, Remember, everybody kept getting plunked last yeah, year. That's right. You know, angry Buck chirping. Love it. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The boss. George Steinbrenner, who passed away earlier today at the age of 80. And uh, as a Mets fan, I was always envious of the Yankees because of Steinbrenner, who I have nothing but tremendous respect for. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, it's uh, 1.45, and it's already been an atrocious day for the middle of the Mets infield. Guillaume Day, listen, just go on the backfield, take a few fungos, and call it a day. Uh, he, it's funny, we were just talking about it, and I like him. I uh, he has made some of the most egregious-looking errors you're going to see a major league infielder make. Yeah, one was a little bit of Whoa. a short hopper, so you kind of give him a little bit of a pass. It, it, it ate him up a little bit, and he got over to first late. Uh, but the last latest one was just, I don't know, an easy roller. I guess it hit the edge of the grass, so maybe 
Maybe you're can say he got fooled a little bit, no, but it just stop. rolls it right through. Dude, it rolls right through his legs. Like exit Velo seventy two. Scherzer's that, that, getting I mean, rocked over here. He's getting rocked, Scherzer. He is. Uh oh. I mean, but I think this is more of a experiment with the pitch clock yeah, yeah. outing for yeah. Max Scherzer. Well, tell everybody what he's doing because it's really interesting how yeah. he's how he's attacking this year. So. I think he might be my favorite pitcher to watch this season if he continues to do it, what he's been doing. So in this last, no, actually, it's the same inning. He got called for a balk because he quick pitched after a batter called timeout and stepped out and, and stepped out of the box, came back in. He threw it literally within a second. Uh, the the home plate umpire called a balk. Then he he fast pitched again, and then he slow pitched it and let the clock hit zero. The guy hit into a ground out, a ground out, double play, but because it was at zero, the ref, the umpire called off the play and called the ball. So he goes back. The guy gets a hit, gets on base. Now run scores, and then he gets rocked in a, a three run or two run home run. He gives up. This is interesting. <laughs> it's early. I'm not worried yeah. about him. I'm not. I'm He's not either. Just, I know you're not. Just the, the, the pitch clock is is having interesting dynamics because mm-hmm. he's ready to pitch. And the batter's not even the box. Yeah, yeah, he is, and he's holding it, which I think, if you know, that would be uncomfortable. Like, so the you get twenty seconds, uh, you have to be in the box by eight seconds. Obviously, mm-hmm. most of the batters start to meander into the box at around eleven or twelve, uh, but he's already at the stretch and hold. And he, as you know, he holds the ball right in the, his yep. glove right in front of his face. So it's not a, a ton of t- physical tension, but you do that every single pitch. That's a little mentally taxing, if nothing else. I want to see how this plays out for him. Yeah, uh, he's a creature of habit. He is, and you know, especially for the red- veterans, Cole, guys who are kind of stuck to Verlander, used to do it their own way. It'd be interesting. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six is our number. Uh, let's say hi to Rick on Long Island. What's going on, Rick? How are you? Hey, I'm good. How you doing, guys? Good. 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 Thank you, man. Hey, I'll make it quick. Uh, BT, I heard you uh, talking about Piper's pit. Uh, my favorite Roddy Piper moment. He had uh, Morton Downey Jr. in the ring with him. I remember that. And uh, didn't uh, they, the fire extinguisher, right? Yeah, he's blowing the smoke in his face, the cigarette smoke in the face. Yes. And he hits him with the uh, powder fire extinguisher. That's right. Do you remember watching Morton? I remember watching Morton with my dad on Channel 9. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, Definitely. That guy smoked 20 cigarettes during the show. He attacked yeah. everybody. He was unbelievably, he was awesome. He was good. Morton Downey Jr., oh, my God. There's a name. Yeah, hysterical. I think Roddy gave him a light, even gave him a light, and then he turned around, blew the smoke in his face, and doused him with the powder. I think Rod was wearing, he may have been wearing a leather jacket in the, in, the, in that Piper's pit in the ring. I think he, he may have moved on to that. I, I do remember him doing that to Downey, though. Thank you, Rick. Oh, my God. Though, did you, uh... Were you watching TV back then, Morton Downey Jr.? I was. I didn't watch that one a lot, though. You, but you, you remember, remember what the basis of the... Oh, yes. he was. He was really... Was he the first? Was he the first? Now that I think about it. Like that aggressive uh, talk show. You know, we're going to have paternity suits. And we're going to have chaos. And we're going to have people throwing chairs. And he had to be one of the first, Morton Downey correct, Jr. Correct. Had to be. Uh, let's get Anthony in Brooklyn. What's up, Ant? How are you doing today? Yeah, how you doing, uh, guys? Love the show. Um, Tiki, loved, always loved watching you play your Clash Act. Uh, you brought a lot of success to the Giants. So, Thank you, bro. Uh, yeah, it was great, great watching you play. Um, I, I wanted to talk about the Jets situation. Uh, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is just stringing everybody along, and at the end of the day, he's going to wind up just 
either retiring or staying in Green Bay, and the Jets are going to be on the outside looking in. I don't think Carr is uh, the answer for them. Um, he's not a winning quarterback, in my opinion. I think what the Jets, what the Jets should do is, is make a phone call to the Giants and work some kind of a deal out <laughs> because I think the Giants are going to franchise Barkley. Let's see if we could get uh, Daniel Jones over to the Giants. It's not going to happen like that, out. and it, I, I, I appreciate that. It's just not going to happen that way, and it's not going to happen. But in the 1% chance that it actually did happen, it wouldn't be the Jets and the Giants agreeing on a trade for Jones. It would be... The it would be Rodgers retiring or staying with Green Bay, Carson and somewhere else. You know, Tannehill staying with Tennessee. The Jets being completely desperate, and the Giants having before that not exclusively tagged Daniel Jones. And the Jets coming to the sense of saying, you know what, Jones is twenty six. He's good. Mm-hmm. We'll give up two first rounders. We'll give him forty something million dollars a year. That's the only way it would happen. Yeah, I, I think like uh, that that story coming out that you know 45 million dollars a year i think that's strategic i think the giants are actually leaking that to try and get some some interest maybe maybe look we've been speculating about that all all morning and afternoon because it could, month. It, yeah it could be the case we don't we don't know what the story is. we don't know where these leaks come from we just know that they get reported and 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 at this point everything you hear is it's bunk and none, none of it is real everybody is positioning for an advantage some way uh, or another. So uh, anything you hear until it's done deal, you can't believe it that it's actually true. Did Scherzer just, oh, the Scherzer's out. I was going to say Scherzer, somebody else just got tagged. That was a ground rule double, though. Yeah, it was still pretty yeah. hit on the screws by a lefty to the right center field gap. Chris uh, is in Perth Amboy. Chris, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? Tiki and Tierney, thanks for taking my call. What's Great up, show, Dan? as always. Thanks, Appreciate Chris. You, man. <laughs> Two quick things, one on Aaron Rodgers, one on uh, Danny Jones. I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Captain Caveman will come, will be a jet. Captain Caveman. That's him, Captain Caveman. Um, And as far as Daniel Jones, he needs to put down a crack pipe if he's the one leaking this. Um, (laughs) I don't think he is. I I don't think so either. He doesn't seem like that kind of guy. But I I just think whoever's giving him advice, just give him the right advice. Listen, you were nothing before Davo got here. You aren't the player you are now without Debo. Yeah, look, he had, he had a good rookie season, and we had high expectations for him, but things kind of fell off the the cliff. And in, and let's give credit to to Brian Dable. He saved him. He grabbed him and pulled him back up and made him into a a really good starter who can win games for you in many different ways. So you get you got to give Daniel Jones credit for rebounding and persevering with what could have been a really hard time. Absolutely, you guys got a great show. Have a nice weekend and talk to you soon. You Thank got you, it, brother. Chris. Appreciate you. The same, my friend. Have an outstanding weekend. Speaking of the weekend, we got a couple things to look forward to, don't we? That's right. <laughs> oh yeah, look who's look who's back. Oh, a little respite. Rest those legs. Rest those those wrists. Flicking at all those three point bombs the other night against the Nets. Our wrists are a little. We had to we had, a, we had a ice the uh, the wrist on the plane ride down to Miami. Yeah, we're ready. Ready to take on those Celtics on Sunday night. Ready to win two more. That's what ready to do. Miami is the first in line. You, you were surprised that, my, that the Knicks are favored over the, uh, the yeah, well, slightly. Yeah, I did see that, and that was my reaction. You're right, yeah. when I was looking for my pick but, of the day. But I was that way, too, until I looked. I was looking at the standings a couple days ago, and I was like, where is Miami? Miami's falling down to the seventh seed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just over. I still respect the way they're coached. Oh, of course, of course, because... 
And, and I mean, Jimmy Butler's still a really good player. They, Bam. They, Bam is a good player. Hi, uh, Tyler listen, Hero could get Hero, hot. Tyler Hero. I mean, you know. They have all the pieces. Not not maybe not all of them, but they have pieces that can beat you. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, just, listen, it's I, just, I respect the Heat. They're just not playing well lately. They've, well, they've lost five out of the last six. Their only win coming against the 76ers, and they played 76ers back-to-back in the next game. Even though it was a, a day in between, they got destroyed by the 76ers yesterday or two days ago. And they have a weird schedule because they play the Knicks tonight. And then they have a back-to-back in Atlanta and then another back-to-back, I want to say in Cleveland, Milwaukee or something like that. It's just there's Both sca- games in that town? Yeah. The Knicks had that once yeah, earlier this year. I remember that was very unique. Yeah. You don't see that too often. Yeah, That's it's a little, little bit down travel. Yeah, it is. And, and it Concerted makes sense. effort. Makes sense, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hoff, how disappointed were you last night with uh, Kane's debut for the Rangers? Uh, it was um, deflating. The fact that he they didn't win, that was disappointing. They played well. Uh, for uh, I can't even say they played well. They kind of well, were up three two going into the third. Yeah, period. but they were. Listen, it, you could see what they could do. You could see Kane and the team as a whole. Can they just looked not together? It's the yeah. first time they they played practice. Almost even they didn't even practice. Too, almost too unselfish. Where they because I think Kane spoke about that post game. Where I can see that you come to a new team, a good team. You don't want to be firing seven shots on that. You want to kind of fit in and maybe he's going to take. Listen, as great as he is, it's going to take him. A little bit to feel like a ranger. That's that's natural. But not just that though. Just like just the, the simple cross ice passes, they just weren't on on stick. Uh, usually, I mean, the one thing that the, the Rangers have played well enough. Like, I mean, they their passing skills are elite. Um, and Kane just looked looked a little bit off. But they haven't really played with each other, so it's it's not surprising. Yep. And he um, hasn't played for a week because he's inactive. Right. Not not just not right. playing for the Rangers. Haven't played at all. But it was exciting. It was exciting. So of course you want to have the win. But I think that there's still so much promise there that maybe he is the guy that could really take him to the top. I I, I am starting to get excited about Kane and the, and the Rangers right now. Well, I couldn't tell by your tweet last night. Patrick Kane. He looks like a natural in a mm-hmm. Rangers jersey. I haven't been this pumped for a puck to drop since the playoffs. Let's go. You Patrick ready to roll? Kane. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Kane. <laughs> oh, man. You're not watching Rangers hockey. I watched some of the game. <laughs> I even wa- yeah, I watched even some of the in-between period stuff. It was John Ginone and, uh, and uh, the backup goalie. Why am I forgetting his name? Belcat. Yeah. Steven Belcat. Yeah. I like him. He's good. Thank you, Richard. He's Ashley. very smart. He's very Thank analytical, but very smart. I'll even prove I was watching it. He he was. What's his name again? <laughs> Wait, well, honestly, what's even Valaket. How do you say it? Valaket. Valaket. He was uh, he was talking about some some goalie podcast that uh, that he was listening to some goalie school. Uh, he was directing people to some sort of goalie. I swear to God, from one of his friends that he had communicated with earlier in the day. I watched it. I forgot his name, but I watched it. Nah, he's actually good. All right, Teak, have a great weekend, buddy. You too, brother. Let's go. Knicks, let's roll. We here. That's right. Stick it up. Stick it up. Stick it down Pat Riley's throat. Pat the rat. We're coming hunting rats in South Beach. Going down, sucker Riley. (laughs) We'll see you guys Monday. Have a great weekend. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 